Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Loyalty House International, Peter Maritzburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. I believe that tonight God has something for every one of us. If you believe it, say amen. Amen. But not your law. Wow, it's good to see you. Wonderful. It's good to see you too, and you and you also. Amen. Tonight, I want to begin a new series which I call Developing a Good Heart. All right. My prayer, my prayer is that by the time we are done with this series, God would have touched your heart and each one of us would have developed a good heart. Amen. So let's read our key scripture for this discussion, which is Proverbs chapter number 4, the verse number 23. Bible says that keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Amen. Who has the um, NIV or NLT? NIV, NLT message. Let's see what other versions say. Some versions say, guard your heart with all diligence because all the things of life proceed from the heart. Amen. Now, somebody will say, my heart is the way it is. Why should I develop it? Do you get it? Why? I mean, when I first mentioned to somebody that I'm going to preach on how to develop a good heart, the person said to me, I didn't know that you have to develop your heart. I thought you were born with a certain type of heart. You know, but you, you can have the type of heart you want to have. Amen. Tando, say amen. Good. You can have the type of heart you want to have. If you will develop it, you can have a loving heart. If you will develop the ability to love, you can have a wicked heart. We are coming to that soon. You know, do you get it? Even a wicked heart, you don't have to develop it. You just get it. It's there. That's the state of your heart from the beginning. Yeah, that's how it is. If you don't do anything to your heart, that's how... It is. We are coming to it. It's not far. Ten minutes time will be there. Do you get it? But you have to develop your heart. You have to keep it. You have to guard it. You have to protect it. Guard means, okay, what is that? Something, something. Okay, version. He said, guard your heart with all diligence. From it flow the springs of life. Do you get it? So your, your heart does so many things to you that it needs to be protected. And it needs to be developed. Do you see a protection from bitterness, protection from hurts? Some of your beauty has faded because too much bitterness is in your heart and it's showing on your face. Yeah. 
It's like that. Do you get it? Uh-huh. Let's not start shooting. This is a, by the way, I'd like to say this at this point. This message is going to be a nice message. Somebody asked me, somebody asked me, when are we going to have those messages that when we finish, we'll be hugging each other? This is it. Tell your neighbor, this is it. This is it. This is it. This is it. When we finish, we'll be hugging each other all over the place. Yeah, so. But tonight is just an introduction to this message. So, tonight we want to look at why you must develop heart. Right? Just reasons. Man's up close for today. Somebody say amen. amen. Then we will proceed from there. All right? The first reason why you must develop your heart is because life begins in the heart. The Bible says, keep your heart with all diligence. Why? Because out of it, out of the heart are the issues of life. All the things that life is issued from the heart. Life begins from the heart. Naturally, when a child is born, they look, they check if your heart is beating. Then you are alive. If your heart is not beating, you are dead. And when your heart stops beating, you are dead. So life begins in the heart. Life ends with the heart. Everything about you is teared up by the heart. That's where life... Your heart beats so that blood can be pumped throughout your body. And anywhere the blood doesn't reach, dies. Anywhere blood doesn't get to, it dies. Your life begins from, everything you do begins from your heart. Everything. Somebody has fornicated. Oh, he fornicated in his heart maybe two and a half years ago. It's just now manifesting. Yeah, it's like, it, it's, there's a long road from the heart to, Yeah. Yeah. Somebody is serving the Lord, it all starts from the heart. Your heart just gets hooked on the Lord. There's like, oh. Sometimes even you move with people in the church, you notice when their heart changes. It's like as soon as something triggers off in their heart, the whole human being begins to change. Sometimes the person is difficult, doesn't yield, doesn't bend an understanding. You can't get through to the person. Then something happens. Then the person's heart yields. As soon as that thing happens, you begin to see the person changing before you. You can see total change before you. Everything begins from your heart. You can't stop fornicating if you stop it from your heart. Yeah, you can't stop. You can't start from yourself. Today is the end. Something is changing in my heart. Today is the end. It's just a matter of time. It will begin to manifest. It will start showing. You have to develop it. You can love your husband again. It has to start from your heart. Boku boku belly tomobu, I tell you. It means there's no one like you. 
There's no one like you. <laughs> yeah, you start from, everything starts from the heart. So as soon as the person, from today I want to love God, then the person starts to change. From today I want to love Ruby, then you will see. All his actions begin to change. Everything becomes about Ruby. Before Ruby, he didn't used to bat regularly. He would start batting regularly. Shave his armpit. And I realize that many of you don't shave. Since we have come there, let me just talk about it. I mean, since we are there, if we were not there, we would go about, we are there, we are there already. I mean, it's like you are crossing the road. Once you have entered into the road, you can't say, okay, I've changed my mind. Let me go back. I mean, you have to cross. Yeah. No, I'm serious. When, when we sing, we worship and we lift up. Sometimes when you lift your hand, we become afraid. Somebody says we should jump over this one, but it's too wide. We can't jump. We can't jump. And you are surprised why you come with a smell or an odor. Do you get it? You are surprised. You see, we, 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 we perspire. We sweat. We sweat. And when there's hair in certain places, in this case, let's just say, be safe. Let's stay at the armpit. What it does is that it collects the sweat. Do you see? And when sweat has been around for a while, it's not because you are evil. It smells. It's a biological fluid, yes. What does it have? It decays over time. It ferments. It has bacteria. All these animals are there. Bacteria. It has salt. Oils from the skin. Dead skin cells. Do you know them? Yes. They are also dead. And the bacteria feeding on this, all is collected, you see. So if it's on your skin, a little water then is gone. But now it's trapped with the hair. And then the heat that emanates from that region. Do you get it? It's a good breeding ground for such bacterial activities. And it thrives there. Please sit down, sit down here, sit down here. The message is for those sit here. Don't go to the back. Yeah. Please, if it's your husband who's calling you, tell your husband that your pastor called you first. So at a church. Okay. Mm. 
the down, let's discuss, let's finish this topic. So what happens is that the hair collects all these animals we have mentioned at that place and keeps them there. So the smell becomes saturated and pungent. It doesn't go anywhere. Do you see? And it's sitting there through. So anytime you raise your hand, there's a presence. Hey, pastor, but me, I don't smell. Let me let you know why you think you don't smell. How many of you have realized that when you go to use the small room, the toilet, you don't really feel the, you don't really feel that it's not a good, but when a second person comes, the person cannot stand it at all. The reason is that that thing has been with you for some time, so you are used to, it's the same for this one, you are used to that smell, so you think it's normal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there are, like in, in our church, we hug a lot. There are so many people, we hug them with faith. Yeah, we just, oh, glory be to God. And we continue our lives. Come on, say a big yeah. Now, what brought us to this? The heart. Life starts from the heart. Next week, God will, will go more into life starts from the heart. Number two. You obey God from your heart. Ezekiel 36, the Bible tells us that. God says, a new heart will I give you. And a new spirit will I put in you. And I will take the heart of stone, which is within you, out. And give you a heart heart of flesh. And I will also put my spirit on you that ye may be able to walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and do them. And do them. So God said, the reason why we are not able to obey him is because of the type of heart we have. When you have a stony heart, you can't obey God. Sometimes even in the church, we deal with people with stony hearts. No matter what you tell them, they won't change. Look, they argue with you when they are with you. They argue with you when they are at home. They argue with you when they are asleep. They are still arguing with you. They would never change. Stop on stony heart. The heart is hardened and callous. That you can't reach the heart. So it makes it difficult to obey God. How many of you are ready to work on your heart now? Even by just two points, you realize that we have to start working on our hearts. A stony heart. You, you can't obey. When you have a wife with a stony heart, cannot obey anything. A pastor friend told me, he said, my wife, if I want to eat pap, I tell her, can we eat rice? Then she will say to herself, why should you tell me that we are eating rice? We are going to eat pap. (laughs) 
So if he wants her to stay at home, he tell you haven't gone out for some time. You should go out. Then she said, "Why do you tell me to go out? I'm staying home." I tell you, survival strategy. And some of you, you are not yet even wives. You can't be told what to do. I mean, you are just a potential beloved. Sometimes they, we are, they have not yet even proposed to you. Yet you don't want to bend a little. Rigid, stony, hardened. Unyielding and bending. Adamant and uncooperative. Then, when you become a beloved, what are you going to do? Then, when you become a wife, there we are finished. But God says, I will put a heart of flesh. A heart of flesh is soft, it's malleable, can be turned, can be controlled, can be directed, more especially by the word of God. He said that you will keep my commandments and do them. You keep my statutes, walk in my commandments and do them. We have church members, your pastors have spoken to you, spoken to you, spoken to you. Stop smoking daha. Stop smoking daha. Stop smoking daha. Yet, and yielding. May God give you a heart of flesh so that you will yield. Yeah. Yeah. You are waiting for a mental disease to make you yield. Allow God's word to make you yield. A flesh, yeah, you can't, you, you can't, you can't tell her. Look, the way you dress is not. Wear the whole dress. Don't just wear part of it. Then you start to argue. When, when, when I, when I, when I wear the whole dress, they won't see me. It's like you, the you you know is. Around this side and around this side. That's the you you know. So it's like if I wear the whole dress, they won't see me. May you have a heart of flesh that you can be told, don't do this. Do this. Now, some of us we've been told over and over, pay your tithe. Stone, stone. It's like look, stone. If we if you have a heart problem, what we have to do is go outside and pick a brick. And bring it to remove the old brick and put a new brick. That's all. It's not that need to then we start pumping it and you start going. Because after all, that's what is there already. But may you have a heart of flesh. You can be told what to do. Stop this thing. Start this thing. Start studying. You are sitting at school playing games. Yeah. Start studying. Hey, Pastor, but we just came. You have come. Once you have come, game on. Show time. Start studying. Oh, Pastor, we'll start a letter. We are right now. We are studying YouTube. Continue studying YouTube. Continue studying YouTube. 
Number three, you believe with your heart. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10, the Bible says that, for with the mouth confession is made, and with the heart we believe. If you, believe, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe with your heart that God raised him for the de- from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart a man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Anything that is around you, believe with your heart. To believe. And Christianity is a faith life. So if you, so you can have a believing heart or unbelieving heart. Basically, that's all we are. That's why you have to develop your heart. If you don't develop, your heart will be an unbelieving heart. So you have to develop your heart to become a believing heart. There, there are more things in the Bible to believe. So when you have an unbelieving heart, the Bible cannot work for you. You have to learn to believe things. We said Jesus walked on water. You asked, were you there? <laughs> Can you prove it to me scientifically how Jesus walked on water? Can you also prove to me how your television comes on and somebody is in Russia playing soccer and you see the person here in Zanzi, South Africa, you see the person in real time. Can you also prove to me how it works? But you believe that what you are seeing is from Russia. Tell you that Jesus walk on water, you say, no, I don't believe. Yeah. If I didn't see it, I don't believe it. You didn't see it. Have you seen your heart? But you believe this. You have a heart. Have you seen your brain? Since you have not seen it, then you don't have one. Is, can we conclude like that? I mean, let's just, I mean, let's, why does that, when it comes to the Bible, that applies, but when it comes to you, it doesn't apply. There are people who don't believe anything. No matter what to tell, they don't believe. They don't believe anything. This weekend, they went for an outreach. They met someone. They said, I don't believe in anything. I believe in myself. But may God give you a heart that believes things. Because you need to, if you don't believe anything, this Christian life is not for you. As we are here, we believe that one day this church will cross 1,000 people. And not only do we believe, we believe that we are within striking distance. What do we mean by striking distance? Striking distance is, uh, if you have watched soccer before, when we say you are within striking distance, it means that where you have the ball, you can score. We are so close, we can score. We believe we are within striking distance. Yeah. We believe it. Without faith, you are, look, without hope, you die. Yeah, your life is finishing. Your marriage is the way it is because you have lost faith in it. Don't believe in your husband anymore. Thank you, don't worry. I've already finished before then. You don't believe in him anymore. Yeah, you are just there. You are just strolling along, but you don't believe anymore. And you see, like I said, everything starts from the heart. So it, it, it plays out. In even the amount of effort you put in your in, in the in the marriage. 
true faith that this marriage will work. It, it will get better. Better this. I'm coming to have a, 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 a marriage something. The, the, the theme of the thing, the marriage thing is what? Pour some sugar. Marriages are going to be nice when you taste it. Say, mm, there's sugar in this thing. My God! There must be sugar in this thing. Yeah, pour some sugar. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be here, have an answer, spice it up. That's where you understand life. So, man, I don't talk. Just the one will come, they just talk, talk, talk. Then we go home. Then we... That's why your marriage is like that. Whilst you are waiting for things to change, we are having a good time. Oh, yeah, we'll be waiting for you. You will find out you'll be 60. Yeah, by the time you find out, then believe now. Don't God forbid it, believe it now. Yeah. 60, you are now saying, let's go on holiday. The holiday is one week. We are going to uh, where? Kuala Lumpur. Malaysia. When you, f- you have only one week. When you fly one from here to Kuala Lumpur, he needs to sleep for two days to recover from the jet lag. Then after he has finished sleeping for the tiredness to go away, now he needs to adjust to the time zone. Yeah. I mean, we were in Korea some time ago. When it's morning, we are all feeling sleepy. We just want to sleep. Because it's night where we come from. Then when it's night, we can't sleep. When Ralph got to New Zealand, he told me, I can't sleep. I said, yes, that's how it is. It will take you a while. Yeah. Ah, you went somewhere. Did you go to Canada? I see you going to Canada. She went to Canada. She was telling me, hey, when I went to sleep, the sleep is not coming. I said, that's how it is. When you come back to South Africa also, you need time to adjust. So here you are, 60, 62-year-old man and 60-year-old woman. No front teeth. And we have come. We are going to Kuala Lumpur. We are going to see the world's tallest building. You sit in the tall bus, the city tall you are going. By the time we've gotten to the tallest building, both of you are asleep. Oh. When you wake up, you are in front of your hotel. Say, hey, what happened? Yeah. I paid to see the tallest building. Why am I still seeing our hotel? Believe in your marriage now and work it now. Believe in yourself now and work now. Believe in God now and do something for God now. Number four. Why you must develop your heart? You must develop your heart because the heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. That's what I told you in 10 minutes we'll get there. Jeremiah 17, 9, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Who can know it? The heart is deceitful. It is always trying to deceive all of us. If you leave it the way it is, oh, 
I mean, there are some of you say you are very, very loving. Till you have to love somebody who has raped you. Then you see that you were not that loving like you thought. You don't. I for, oh, she offended me. I've forgiven her a long time ago. Pastor, don't even talk about this forgiveness thing that you have. I forgave her the very moment she offended me. After all, Jesus died for all of us. You are saying that now until you see the person face to face. Then you see that your heart is moving up. It's like, hmm, hmm. Mm. Mm. Immediately your shoulder starts to go up. Mm. 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 Then you start to breathe as though you are on life support. Mm. Mm. Long time, long time ago in Bethlehem, I forgave Jimmy Lou. Wow. Then Pastor Spark can say, Oh, look, I want to bless Jimmy Lou with this thing. Then it starts. Hmm. 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 There you go to. <laughs> What is in the heart? The, when the Bible says the heart is deceitful, the Bible is serious. The heart is deceitful. You can't tell what the heart plans to do. No, you can't tell it. No, you can never know. You will only know. Baba, go home or listen to me. I don't take this thing anymore. Okay. Yeah. Who's, who's church member is this? Okay, please handle it, okay, so that we, we can all be happy together. It's, not, it's, it's rude. You don't know what is in your heart. The Bible says it's deceitful. You think that it is this way. You dig a little, you see the heart has swerved you. How many times have I not sat with ladies and they have told me, Pastor, I'm in love. I tell them, look, it's too early. It's too early. I said, it's too early to know that you are in love. I said, no, pastor, I'm in love. I've never felt this way before. I'm in love, love, love. We will be there. Then the same person who said he's in love or she's in love will come and say, eh, because of the distance. Because of the distance, the coverage area of my love doesn't reach Newcastle. It only covers Peter Marisbeck. It only covers Peter Marisbeck. Distance. Yeah. 
It's like a Wi-Fi zone. If you go out a little, you are out of the love. Meanwhile, you say you are in love. Tando. Keep your eye on me, okay? After church, I'll give you Coca-Cola. Just keep your eye on me. I'm in love. I've seen it so many times. Then they'll come back down. They say they are in love with somebody. I say, hey. What type of heart is this? It's a very deceitful heart. You can't tell it. And listen, when they were telling you that they were in love, genuine, they, they were not lying to you. They were genuinely telling you that they were in love. They were very serious. And I mean serious with a capital C. Very serious. Yeah, very serious. Yeah. You can't know it. If I ask you how many of you are thieves? No, if you are here, you are a thief. Raise your hand. No, it's because of the way I've said it. So you are intentionally raising your hand. Yeah. It's like you think there's a trick. But the day you go to your office on a Saturday to clean up and you find at the gate $10 million in a bag. That's the day we'll know whether you are a thief or not. That's the day. That's the day. You will start quoting scriptures. God has given. Yeah. You will start saying, God is my provider. Jehovah Jireh is his name. He that provided for Abraham, for Isaac, and for Jacob, the same provided for me. I have been young and I'm old. I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed beg for bread. The Lord shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory through Christ Jesus. We will begin to see scriptures that we never knew that you knew. On that day. On that day. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteous for his name's sake. Yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Your rod, your staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. My cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Yeah, surely. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich 
and added no sorrow. Hey! That's where you start using these scriptures. Yeah. Meanwhile, that money doesn't belong to you. Yeah. It doesn't belong to you. Yes. That money doesn't belong to you. So now let me tell you a story as we close. Did I tell you of the story where the girl took the mobile phone and she put it at Ezanzi? Have I told you already? Okay, I, I hear I've told you already. So, One day, university days, one girl, a certain sister, she visited these two brothers. They had just come from London. Those were the days of mobile phones. Don't play me out. Oh, you're going to play for me. Give him some sound. He will need to play for me. So they were in the boys' room and the boys went out. I mean, you know, they've come from London, showing off this, showing off that, showing off this. So then they went out. The boys just went out of the room. Then the sister took the mobile phone. Now when she took the mobile phone, just at that time, the boys were coming back. So when she heard that they were coming, she looked for where to hide the phone. And she didn't get anywhere to hide the phone. So she took the phone and she put the phone back as Anzi. She put the phone down below. She put it at Zanzibar. So, Listen, listen, you were not there. Listen. Okay, Unati, don't mind then. Let me tell Oli. So she put the phone at Ezanzi, Zanzibar. <laughs> pa Ezanzi, which is at Ezanzi in Kosa. How do you say it in Zulu? Ezanzi, yeah. Same place, eh? <laughs> Thank you. So when the boys came, they couldn't find the phone. So they said, ah, phone yam. So they started to look for the phone. So they said, you know something? Ask for your phone if you can't find what you do. You call it. Ne? So the other one took his phone. Then he dialed the number. Then the phone started to ring. It was those days of Mozart's the Mozart tune. Panana, 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 So the phone was ringing. As the phone was ringing, they could hear the sound somewhere here. So they came here. They said, hey, booty, maybe you are sitting. They check under, no phone. Say, you are sitting on it. Ah, okay, it's not here. Then they came here and said, ah, it's around this area. So they said, oh, it's not here. Sissy, you are sitting on it. Get up. She got up, no phone. And the sound started to move. Pana, na, 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 na. Pana. Hey, Sissy, maybe it's in your pocket. It was not in the pocket. And then the thing ended. Pana, na, 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 na. No miss call. There was no voicemail. This was before voicemail came. 
So then he started again. Banana, 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 banana. Eh? Where is the phone? It was ringing there. Then you know how boys are. You sit down, there are people behind you. They said, look, we can't find the phone. So they took her to the next room. To the boys in the next room. Said, Please, we have lost our phone. When it rings, we can hear it, but we can't find it. Can you help us? Then they dial it. Then they bring it. Then it's banana, 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 pop. And it's ringing live from his anzi. Yeah. They took her from room to room in a boys' hostel. Room to room. They won't take out the phone. No. The f- Look, the only thing that can save the girl is low battery. Yeah, low battery. Yeah. Yeah. True story. Yeah. But that girl, that day when she was going to the boys' room, I didn't think that she, I, I don't think she thought in her wildest imagination. That she will steal somebody's mobile phone. Wait till you see something that you have not seen some before. When I was my beloved, my, my wife, when she was my beloved, she went to London. She brought me a, a phone. It, when it rings, it has a blue light. I was the only person on university campus with a mobile phone with a blue light. Hey! You are an old person. <laughs> One day I went for visitation. I, 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 as I was, I, I went to the room. I said, oh, is this person there? They said, oh, it's not. As they were talking, then my phone rang. When the light went blue, the other girl started to say, oh, this is the guy with the blue phone. I said, yeah, that's how it is. So that's the day you see the phone, you want to take it. Yeah, you have not seen some before. That's the heart. Deceitful. You can't tell what it will do. Some of you have done things that you couldn't believe that you will be the one doing it until you do it. Until you do it. That's why we have to develop our hearts. Our hearts will disgrace us. So I'm a very polite person. Until you, something is triggered in your life. That's how you see how rude you are. Every day you are putting lip gloss, lip gloss. That's the thing you wipe up the lip gloss and say, let me show you where you stand. Let me, let me, listen to me carefully. You, you Mr. Pastor, listen to me carefully. You, look, you will not, you wipe it off. I say, you, Mr. Pastor, listen to me carefully. Let me tell you what I think. That's why you have to work on your heart. Number five, I finish with this one. The condition of your heart determines the condition of your life. Luke chapter 6, verse 35, the Bible says that a good man out of the good treasure of his heart... Bring it forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil things. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. If you have an evil heart, you will bring forth evil things. And if you have a good heart, you will bring good things. I see you having a good heart. You can bring forth good things. It's very bad to have an evil heart. Sometimes you deal with people and see that they have an evil heart. The way they are dealing, say some, some evil is in them. Sometimes if you ask a question, you say, you know that there's evil in the person's heart. Yeah. Now, if there's evil in the person's heart, no matter what you do, the person will bring forth evil things. 
the person is good in the heart, bring forth good things. That's why we have to develop the heart so that you can have the good heart so that good treasure will come out. That's why you don't leave it like If you leave it like it will be desperately wicked. That's how it will be. Wickedness will come. And in this, today I saw a 17-year-old girl who has a four-year-old child. Not 13, you need one year. Yeah. This is not the drama, this is just phase one. The father of the child is the father of the 17-year-old girl. Yeah, you are surprised. I tell you, wickedness. Yeah, don't be surprised. Look, all of you who have girls around you, be careful. Don't be suspicious because it's also a type of heart. I'll talk to you about having a suspicious heart. I'll talk to you about it when I come next week, God willing. Don't be suspicious. Just be on the alert. There are a lot of pedophiles moving around disguised as, as ordinary people. You'll be so surprised. Wearing a suit, coming snapback, full pedophile. Yeah, full. Wickedness. It's in man's heart. Yeah. Full of wickedness. Yeah, even my children are boys. I don't let them go to everybody. Yeah. Don't bring yourself. The world is changing. Yeah, wickedness. So if you don't give, you see, no, wickedness will come out. Bam. Yeah. Those of you like, let your children a lot of sleepover. So especially this type of white people's schools. Hey, we are going to sleep. My children don't go sleepover anywhere. We will sleep over in my house. If you are going for sleepover, I must know the parent. Me and the parent, you must be in church. I mean, the, the, look, the checklist you must pass before my, I, we do sleepover. Oh, no, it's a lot. No, 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 no. Sleepover where? Why? And what will happen to your bed? You sleep in your bed for as long as you live in my house. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. Because... There's a lot of weak. Yeah, don't sleep over. My teachers will all come and sleep over at a sleepover venue. There's no sleepover venue is my house. If you are going for sleepover, it means you are moving out. Clap for me, clap for me. You are moving out. It's not too late. My wife and I can try and have another child. Or we adopt. Yeah, you are moving out. Pack all your things for you. I have enough suitcases in my house. Pack all your things for you. You are moving out. If your things are a lot, we rent a trailer. We put them in. Go out with your things. End of story. Or you can bring your baki. Lima baki. Thank you. Yeah. Evil man out of the evil. He's evil. And what he does is evil because... It's from the heart. Look, if your heart pumps bad blood, bad blood will get to every part of your body. It's as simple as that. If your heart pumps good blood, good blood will get to everywhere. So the condition, if you have a weak heart, it can't pump the blood to your feet and to everywhere. If you have a strong heart, it will pump the blood. Boom, then the blood will go. Then it will come back. Boom, then it will go again. Then it will come. So if the heart is weak, you see, you, that, that's where you see stroke all this side stroke nothing is happening no activity in the brain for that side 
short circuit, cut off. Yeah. That's why you have to develop your heart. That's why you have to develop your heart. Yeah, you have to develop your heart. And number six, my final point. You can determine the type of heart you have. You can determine it. Some of us have contentious hearts. It's like we are always looking for an argument. Contentious. Always looking for an argument. I mean, it's more peace of mind that you have. You enjoy. It's like you go around sniffing up. Where is the problem? Where is the problem? Okay, this person said this thing, so then there's a drama there. There's a problem. And this person didn't comb the hair straight. Then there's a, and it's because I lifted up my hand. Pastor saw that my neighbor had a bush, a bushy bush in the armpit. Then he started to talk about armpit. Hey, trying to find problem when there's no problem. Yeah. And look, at this point, I would like to mention that we are your pastors. Give us at least a little benefit of the doubt and a little credit that we know what we are doing, that we think about you. Sometimes I do something and I'm accused. Why have you done this? Meanwhile, I've put seven steps ahead of you. When I started thinking of the possibilities, you had not even started thinking. But then I didn't say, eh, why, why is this person, why is this person not on the list? Do you know what I have thought about? Do you even know? Yeah, that, that was the question they asked me. Why did I leave finally? I've thought way ahead of you. Of the options, why did I leave finally? I've thought way ahead of you. You are now thinking, it's your first opportunity to consider the situation. I've considered the situation back and forth, back and forth already. At least give me some credit. I don't mind if you ask me a question. But give me some credit. Contentious heart. Ready for an argument anytime. It's like when there's no argument, you are not at peace. Sometimes the issue has nothing to do with you. You will still take up an argument. It has nothing to do with you. You will still take up an argument. Yeah, you still take. Then you start. Oh, you don't like peace. Yeah, I like peace. Oh. I like crackers. There must be peace around me. Yeah, even if it's for a short time, my brother, there must be some peace. But it's like there's no beast. Why are you quiet? Okay, why are you smiling? Why are you talking a lot today? Why are you, hey, why are you asleep? Why are you awake? Why are you standing? Why are you holding the mic? Yes. Always. Like there must be something. No. You can determine the type of heart you have. Sometimes people have a bitter heart. Some people have a broken heart. But you can have a good heart. May you have a good heart in the name of Jesus. You can also have a merry heart. You can I'm going to show you different types of hearts than how to have them, and then you choose to have them. Bible says a merry heart. Work it like medicine. I think Proverbs 7.22 or something like that. Or 17.22. Work it like medicine. A happy heart. Somebody's happy. That's the scripture that says, laughter work it like medicine. But if you laugh without a cause, you need medicine. A merry heart, is that it? A merry heart worketh like a medicine, but the broken spirit dryeth up the bones. You can have a happy heart. Sometimes people are not happy when we are happy. But you choose to be happy. You can choose to be happy. 
Crying must stop. You can choose to be happy. You have to develop it. Develop it. A merry heart is that is like the heart that has the presence of the Holy Spirit. Always singing, always laughing, always happy. Find a reason to be happy. Some of us are masters at finding reasons to not be happy. But from today, learn to find a reason to be happy. Learn it. Learn it. I will be happy. I want to be happy. As we go through this series, decide that, look, whichever heart they bring that is a good heart, I want to have it. And I will have it. Because you can have it. It's not for some select few. It's not just for Zulus. It's not just for crosses. It's not just for rich people. It's not just for every other heart. You have a heart. You can have a good heart. You just need to develop it. Yeah, you can have a trusting heart where you trust people you work with, people you deal with. You just trusting heart instead of a suspicious heart. I pray for all of us that as we go through this series, God by His Spirit will touch every heart. So that we can develop good hearts, healthy hearts, optimistic hearts, hearts that are filled with faith to press on again. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer as we close. Lift your hands wherever you are. Just pray for yourself and say, Lord, in this season, whatever you are doing, don't do it without me. As you are touching hearts, as you are healing hearts, heal my heart. Heal my heart. Heal my heart, Lord. Heal my heart, Lord. Heal my heart, Lord. Heal my heart, Lord. Lord. Maybe you have a heavy heart. Pray that God will heal your heart. God will heal your heart. God will heal your heart. Mando si patosa katosa. Maybe your heart has been broken before and since then you can't love anymore. Pray that God will heal your heart. 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 Maybe you have lost hope. You have lost hope that things can get better. Pray. It's all from the heart. Pray that God will heal your heart. There's something good ahead of you. There's something. There's hope for the future. Says the Lord. Pray that God will heal your heart. That God by his word and by his spirit will help you to develop your heart. To develop your heart. I will open up my heart Ready for your holy fire I will let you into my mind And into my soul Pleasure in my life Serving you is my desire. I won't be holding back at all, responding to your call. I will open up my heart, ready for your holy fire. 
Lift your hands, say yeah. I will let you into my mind and into my soul. Pledging my life, pledging my life, serving you is my desire. I won't be holding back at all, responding to your call. I'll open up my heart. I'll open up my heart, ready for your holy fire. God is beginning a revolution from tonight. Oh, to my soul. Pledging my life, serving you is my desire. I won't be holding back at all. Responding to your call. Let's sing it for the last time. I'll open up my heart. I will open up my heart. Ready for your holy fire. And I will let you in my mind and into my soul. Pledging my life, pledging my life. Serving you is my desire. I won't be holding back at all, responding to your call. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Reverend Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.